Greetings once again to each of you who are faithful listeners, and thanks to all of you for being part of this podcast known as Faith to Live By. I'm your host, Pam Christian, and my goal each and every week is to help us discern current events from a biblical and prophetic worldview, so we as God's people know how God wants us to respond to see His kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. I've been in ministry and media for nearly 30 years now, and I've enjoyed teaching Bible, publishing my blog, and publishing several books, all with excellent endorsements, reviews, and even awards, by the way. I've hosted traditional satellite radio in two major markets, and I've written, produced, and hosted internet television. My favorite part of ministry is speaking in person, which I get to do again a few times later this fall, and I'm really excited about that because with COVID, of course, in-person speaking engagements dried up. And in fact, if you're in a position to recommend me to come speak for your church or organization, let's talk. But I've also enjoyed producing videos for different online courses, and I look forward to getting the apologetics course ready to launch this upcoming spring. I've also raised two children and have experienced extremely taxing life events, including surviving a sudden cardiac arrest. Yeah, I died and I was revived. But I have to tell you, the work I have been doing with this podcast since July 2020 has been the most demanding and draining of all of my life's work. And this and next week's podcast had been the most difficult of all because of where we are in God's timeline and how fast events are occurring. These days of July through September 2022 are proving to be what I have prophetically declared many times in the past. These are the most critical and intense days in God's plan as he intervenes on behalf of his children. We've witnessed evil plans play out before our very eyes that at first we truly could not believe. We strained to make sense out of local and world events, listening to the reports from government, media, and medical professionals wanting to discover the path away from destruction and tyrannical control, but instead we heard claims, recommendations, and mandates that horribly imposed upon people, especially the most vulnerable, our children and the elderly. Then, as we learned more and more, we were forced to realize this evil plan has been underway for decades upon decades, and more likely for a couple hundred of years, primarily under the leadership of 13 of the wealthiest families on earth. What they have long planned and carried out in secret societies within both government and non-government sectors is so horrendous that the vast majority of people who have trusted their churches, have trusted their governments, their doctors, their media, their public education systems, and more, have suffered cognitive dissonance, a response I believe these evil people actually counted on. Cognitive dissonance is a condition people suffer when blatantly opposing ideals, philosophies, morals, ethics, values, cultures, and the like violently collide, making belief in the existence of the evil extreme too incredulous to actually believe. In such chaos, many people become like sheep led to the slaughter, dumbly obeying what they are told. Others who refuse to believe the horrendous reports, who actively search to find answers to everything that just doesn't add up, are immediately identified as conspiracy theorists by the very people who are instigating the immoral and illegal conditions. By discrediting the truth-seekers, those who are advancing evil are able to progress their agenda virtually unchecked. You've been living through every bit of what I just described, and I have every reason to believe that what you understand to be true today is not what you believe to be true in the not-so-distant past. 
More and more people have awakened to realize we've been intentionally deceived in ways that have resulted in great personal losses, including loss of livelihoods, health, and even life. Did you know the same intentionally deceptive schemes being used upon us today were used by Hitler in Nazi Germany to advance his plans with the willing cooperation of the people? Just as we've experienced, the narrative was controlled to make what was evil seem that it was good and in the best interest of humanity. How else could such evil agendas progress without direct opposition? No, it was necessary to make the people think it was in our best interests. The same evil spirits that influenced Hitler, Stalin, Lenin, and others have been working against us in recent years. How is it that even with the knowledge of history, we are so gullible? Post-World War II people vowed to never let such atrocities and crimes against humanity ever happen again. Yet, here we are. Gratefully, exceedingly gratefully, God is with us. If it were not for my relationship with God, if it were not for God's faithfulness, if it were not for God reassuring us by speaking through his prophets, I would be completely undone. And I dare say all of those in the world today who don't know God are currently unraveling at breakneck speed. Without God, no one knows where to place their trust or their hope. There is no trust or hope without God. We are in the most critical of all critical times in the battle of good versus evil. Yes, it is the most gruesome now, and casualties will continue to escalate. But make no mistake, evil never wins. Evil is already defeated. And if we want to experience this truth, we must become engaged in the battle. You'll want to listen to this podcast clear through to the end to hear the prophetic warning from Johnny Inlow and the warning and hope from Robin Bullock, both very recently issued words from God. And to start us off today, to help us gain better understanding of our present realities, I will share part two of my interview with Pastor David Scarlett, who is from His Glory Network. Last week, he joined me to explore our present-day realities and the radical and rampant evil that more and more people are finally starting to recognize. My goal, as always, is to help people discover and live in life-giving truth and experience all the hope truth provides. Last week, Pastor Dave helped us consider the various efforts clearly intended to weaken America and to promote a one-world government without God, and also to have us consider God's faithful intervention to redeem his remnant and restore the church to her proper place of influence as the ecclesia. The term ecclesia is what Jesus used in Matthew sixteen eighteen. As a refresher, Jesus said, upon this rock, and by the term rock, Jesus was referring to the rock of revelation Peter got about Jesus being the Messiah. Upon this revelation, this rock of revelation, I will build my ecclesia. Jesus did not use the word church as it is transcribed in many of our Bibles. The term ecclesia was distinct and well known in Christ's time to be a governing body of authority, an influential group of people. I ask you to go back and study this passage with a good study Bible and possibly even a concordance to properly understand what Jesus said. I know a lot of people think that because Peter's name Petros means rock, that Jesus said he would build his ecclesia upon Peter. But think about it. Why would Jesus build his ecclesia on Peter, a fallible man? No, Jesus built his ecclesia upon the revelation knowledge that he is the promised Christ. He is the promised Redeemer. Jesus is the rock of our salvation. 
and the Ecclesia is built on that rock. I titled last week's podcast, Nations Against Nations, Are We Headed for World War III? And I chose that title to explore what I think is a gross misinterpretation of our current times by some people. Listen, there are a lot of things we, even as born-again children of God, can get wrong. This is why it's important to have fellowship, study scriptures together, and seek the Holy Spirit to guide us. As of late, God has been providing the most prophecies I have ever heard, and many are being given each and every day because of the critical days we're living. Prophecy is given by God to help us draw nearer to Him and to draw nearer to one another, to partner with God so we can see His will done on earth as it is in heaven. Today, Pastor Dave and I move from discussion of events to create a one-world government apart from God, which we discussed last week, to the reversals we expect to see God implement as he intervenes, including consideration of the new world economic and financial systems God is revealing for the days ahead. Yes, even in the midst of the most corrupt, abhorrent, and unprecedented increase of evil, God is providing us evidences and reasons to maintain hope. If you don't know about Pastor Dave, he is founder of His Glory Network as God's worldwide ministry and Christian outreach, bringing the Word of God to the world. David came to the Word, namely Jesus Christ, after getting a taste of heaven and a vision of Jesus following his near-death experience. His Glory ministry was formed to bring the Word of His glory to the world. The primary mission of His Glory is to provide hope and bring our Savior's sheep into the fold. Pastor David uniquely has corporate and military background, which God uses as Dave fulfills his calling as pastor. Join me now as I pick up from where we left off last week in my conversation with Pastor Dave. We're getting the idea from what we can discover through media, which, again, it's so biased, it's, it's propaganda, there's a narrative that mainstream media wants us to follow. In order for us to get the truth, we have to come to people like you and people like myself who are doing the deep dive research to try to find the puzzle pieces. Not that it's all clear. I mean, many times it's clear as mud, right? But what can we expect in terms of Russia? I mean, I get the sense that Russia is not in favor of a one world government. They are not. And China. China is also not in favor of a one-world government. Each of them want to be the, the leaders of the free world. Am I right? Well, you've you got to define China. China is devi- uh, defined by two. There's, there's, there's China, and then there's the CCP. Uh, the CCP is evil, the, the, uh, but the, the other China is, 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 is against the one-world order. They're for a gold standard. Uh, Putin is already, not just for it. He's already come out and says we are going to be a gold standard, uh, literally. Uh, and he's he's openly come out, and people th- th- think he's talking in in uh, code, but he's, he's he's blunt. He goes, "I'm out to destroy the one world order," and that's exactly what he's trying to do. I, I think for most of us around the world who are trying to make sense of what we're seeing and trying to seek the Lord and get discernment to know how we are to respond. We're in favor of a new government. We're, we're tired of the tyranny and the oppression worldwide. Right. Uh, we're, we're in favor of a strong military that's fighting for law and order. But where we are probably most concerned and off balance is when it comes to the new financial system that is apparently coming down. But Pastor Dave, how do we prepare for that? How do we, with the funds that we have under the monetary systems we're working today, how do we prepare for a new financial system? 
Well, there's there's a couple ways to answer that. One, there's two financial systems that's coming. One is good and one is bad. Uh, one is a evil reset to control the one world government, the the World Economic Forum, uh, all the bad guys uh, to, to control the monetary system. That's what that battle is behind the scenes right now. And that whole structure is about ready to fall. So if you do have the opportunity right now and you have access uh, funds, and if you can get into physical silver, I would recommend silver because silver's got such a higher upside than gold, but either silver or gold. But either way, if you don't, God has it. You trust in him. If you don't have it, don't worry if you're on social security and I don't, you can't vote, uh, you know, you can't get money into silver. God is going to take care of this. He's going to have a Red Sea moment. Uh, expect the unexpected. And this is going to turn around quick, pretty quickly, uh, and it will be in the favor, and he will reward those who stuck by him. So there's, this is going to turn out good. You make me think of a couple of things. In the original Exodus that we read about, of course, in the book of Exodus in the Old Testament, at the very end, after all the plagues, after Pharaoh finally relented, even though he went back on his word, the Egyptian people wanted the Hebrews to leave, and they gave them their wealth, their jewelry, yep. you know, their gold, their silver. They gave them all these possessions so that the Hebrew people actually left quite wealthy. And this is a perspective that has been prophetically mentioned, prophetically spoken. I like that you talked about people investing in commodities. Uh, I'm very grateful to have an affiliation with Dr. Kirk Elliott as one of my affiliate sponsors that can potentially help people. But what I do see, as you said, not everybody's going to be in a position to transfer some of their dollars or other currency into commodities. But those who do, will be in a position down the road to help the people who are less off, less fortunate. Right. And I think this is part of the preparation that God is working in our hearts right now, is for us to do what we can as individuals with the idea that we are going to be needed to help others down the road. Exactly. It's it, As the scripture says, we're not to store up silver and gold for self. This, this, this blessing that the Lord is going to give us which is coming. I've seen the financial, the good financial side of things. Uh, I know a particular general who's working on it. So I've had access to these big trusts in gold that, that are coming in. Um, it's going to be a blessing for many, many, many people. And the purpose of that is to spread the gospel from east to west to north to south, because when this breakthrough moment comes, we're only going to have a very short period of time to preach the gospel because the evil is going to come back, we know, in the book of Revelation. So it's going to be a very short window to, to uh, have this billion-person harvest. And God is preparing his bride, who's been rem his remnant, who's been faithful, with a great blessing, but it's not to go out and buy Mercedes-Benzes and six houses. It's to right. get the gospel message to every portion of the globe before his coming. Right. And I recently heard, I believe it might have been Johnny Inlow, talking about the prosperity gospel, which has been wrongly taught, frankly. Yep. Um, and what was said, which I really liked, and I think it's very timely for our conversation, is that when we come to God for who he is rather than what he can do, that's when we will experience true prosperity because God knows he can then entrust us with worldly riches. That's right. He's and He usually uses finances in our life to be the last obstacle of our of our wilderness period or my test. I can't tell you how many times I've been run out of money in the ministry or whatever. We just stepped out on a leap of faith just recently with praise music, like really stepped out in faith and we did it. And he said, my son, I'm going to bless you for it. Yeah. That's our God. That's our God. We are challenged with the ability to first hear from him to know what he wants 
and then to obey. Yep. And once we obey what he wants, and he's given us the ability to obey him by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, then he rewards us, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. He's only rewarding us for doing what we should be doing in the first place. Yeah, you know what that outset does? It built, as the scripture tells us, you know, the, the persecutions, the trials build us our patience, and the patience build our faith. And when you've gone through many of those times with God, you have this faith and this shalom, this peace. You don't worry about what's going to happen. I have no worries about what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, the world can be melting down, which it is. I have no worries because I know God has it, and I know he'll provide. Exactly. Yeah. You know, my husband and I, back in the early 90s, in fact, my ministry, my work in ministry began like in 1991. And by early 90s, 92, 93, when the economy was really bad here in America, um, it turned out that the person I sold my company to, I had a property management company, the person I sold my company to so that I could be a stay-at-home mom was a crook and he never paid on the four-year note that we agreed to. Hmm. At the same time, my husband was let go from what we thought was a dream job. And it was. It turned out to be a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he was let go. And so he was without income. At the same time, I was without income. Let's see. I think our daughter was four. And our son would have been about one. Uh, we were completely unemployed for what turned out to be four long years. Yep. We lost our home to foreclosure. We lost everything except our furniture, our clothing, and one car. But we were very poor. In fact, our uh, income tax returns show that we were below poverty in terms of any income we had. And most of the income was from people being generous and giving us gifts. Mm -hmm. Was that difficult for us to take? Gifts from people who felt badly for us? Thankfully, they had the compassion. But we were the people with the six-figure year income who used to help others. Mm -hmm. And now we found ourselves in that situation. And just like you said, the Lord used that in our life to build our faith in him to see him supply in the most unusual ways. That's right. To bring us through with a better understanding and a better compassion than we could have otherwise had. And now, once again, we are in a position to help others. Yeah, it's so true. You know, people look at, you know, something like uh, us at His Glory, that we everything is r rosy and peachy and great. I came from the corporate world. I was a high-level executive at AT&T, a director. And uh, I've been a millionaire twice. <laughs> and God's taken it away twice. You know, just when you think you make it for yourself, he says, no, no, not so fast, my son. You have to trust in me. Mm -hmm. And that is part of the process of, of trusting him when you, it looks bleak and you don't know where the next dollar is going to come from. Literally, uh, he will provide. In that. And when you get that shalom and peace and it, it, you can't, it's unexplainable because yes. you're, there's no fear. You have no fear because you know he's going to take care of you. Absolutely. And. You can't have that unless you're taken through it, frankly. You have to go through it. There is no skipping that step. You know, people want to go from, you know, like Paul, uh, Saul to Paul, but they don't realize that was Saul to Paul was a three years in Arabia to learn the scripture in a, in a literal wilderness. We have to be taken through a wilderness period so that God can mold us, get to get the leaven out of us, get the self out of us. And, 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 and then, like I said before, usually finances are the last piece so that do you trust me, my son or daughter, with the financial piece? I will provide. You're not going to handle it yourself. I will provide. And speaking of the Apostle Paul, he didn't just learn afresh. He had to relearn what he thought was truth. Exactly. Which is a, a harder road. That's a harder road to tow. That's right. And yet he was able to do that. I think this is what God is trying to get his people around the world to do right now, to reconsider what we thought was true. And really discover what is true for the first time for many of us. Right. You know, you're talking about money. And of course, what we're seeing with this effort for a one world government is all about greed. 
all about money, all about power and control. And I recently read, and this gets back to the, the financial changes that we can expect in the future, or actually, I guess, starting even now. But I recently read where the IRS has stockpiled more than 5 million rounds of ammunition. Mm-hmm. Why would the IRS have to do that? So that one day they come knocking on your door to see something. What would they seize? And they say, oh, that would never happen in America, except they did. They came after our gold, World War I time frame. Yes, they paid, but they paid less on less than what it was worth. Um, but there's no other logical reason for the IRS to have that much ammo unless they were going to forcibly seize something. Now, shouldn't that in and of itself be an awakening for people? Because at the same time, they're trying to seize our guns. At the same time, they're trying to take away our guns as citizens. They are amping up with their own ammunition. How would you address that? Yeah, absolutely. And you take it a step further. Look at this bill that they're trying to get through the Senate right now. How much IRS, How many IRS agents that's going to add? And that's talking about people upwards of only $200,000 a year. Um, that means more audits. Was it 98,000 more IRS agents uh, and armed? <laughs> that's not a good thing. All the more reason that we need to help people understand why we have the Second Amendment. That's right why it's so important for citizens to have the right to bear arms. You know, this reminds me years and years ago when I first became aware of revisionist history as it was being taught in our public school systems. And then now fast forward to today where we have critical race theory. There are generations of people, Pastor Dave, who really don't understand the heritage and the the founding of our nation and why these freedoms are so important, why the Constitution was written. And I know these things are important. They're important to all of us, whether we realize it or not. And I would ask you, where would you refer any listeners that need to get the truth about the founding of America? Where would you refer them to begin to learn? Well, if you want to know about the uh, Constitution, Hillsdale College has a lot of uh, a lot of free curriculum to learn about the Constitution. You know, we've been misled by the fake news. Uh, and I, you still hear Joe Biden saying this all the time. Why, why do you need... Uh, AR-15 to go hunting. The Second Amendment has nothing to do with hunting. It has never had anything to do with hunting. It's about uh, protecting ourselves to be the the largest militia from enemies foreign and domestic. That means our forefathers knew that there would be a time that we would be attacked internally by our own government, and we had to be we have to protect ourselves. Speaking in broad general terms, in recent decades, most Christians have not been actively engaged in the world. We've been entirely immersed in our own little world where we've attended our own creature comforts, leaving other people to fend for themselves. We've been influenced by the lie of the separation of church and state, which is a statement that has been twisted from the original meaning. We can look back on efforts of the United States government and other non-governmental agencies and see the systematic approach to remove the Christian influence, morals, ideals, and values from every mountain of society. Again, the mountains of society are religion, family, business-slash-finance, education, government, arts-slash-entertainment, and media. You might ask, how has God been removed from religion? Well, by watering down the gospel and making popular such statements as all roads lead to the same heaven and God, without this claim being countered by Christians. How has God been removed from family? Well, initially, with the out-of-balance promotion of women's rights, 
which has radically morphed to now claiming men's rights to birth children, completely undermining any of the good that did come out of the women's movement. How has God been removed from business or finance? By allowing personal ambition and greed for the almighty dollar to become our idols, displacing God as first in our life, a career pursuit many Christians have personally embraced as normal and even necessary. How has God been removed from education? By removing the Bible and all references to God and the Christian virtues from public schools, with Christian parents and teachers blindly going along. How has God been removed from government? Well, again, by selfish ambitions and greed, elevating government over God, with Christians abdicating their responsibility as citizens of a government that is for and by the people. How has God been removed from arts and entertainment? By promoting every perversion of God's instructions for healthy and prosperous life and living without any real pushback from Christians. And how has God been removed from media? By promoting agendas to advance government and benefits for the self-appointed elite through outright lies and propaganda without Christians even questioning the narrative. Prophet Johnny Enlow makes clear, God intervening means we will be held to a higher accountability because we are responsible to make sure the Ecclesia maintains its rightful place in all of the days to follow this time of God's rescue. Let's let that sink deep into our hearts and souls so we are properly responsive to God. God is not rescuing us so we can go back to life as it was. God is rescuing us so we can attain the life he has always intended. Johnny was recently interviewed by Steve Schultz on Elijah Streams and shared a very disturbing reality of the United Nations' effort against the family. You'll want to make sure you watch this particular interview, and I have the link for you in the show notes. During my interview with Pastor David, you heard me raise the point that the IRS has amassed 4,500 guns and 5 million rounds of ammunition. I wanted to get Pastor Dave's response on that. Well, did you clearly hear his response? and how the federal government seized citizens' property in the past? The IRS is clearly being weaponized against we the people, who, according to the Constitution, are the governing body. Ours is a government for and by the people. Those we elect are to go and represent us and represent our concerns. And that's just not what's happening today, is it? We have to realize the current regime is literally weaponizing the IRS against you and against me. You also heard Pastor Dave mention the Senate was moving to approve a bill that would add 87,000 additional IRS agents with the assignment to audit many more citizens. Well, that bill deceptively called the Inflation Reduction Act has since passed with a 50-50 vote between Democrats and Republicans allowing Vice President Kamala Harris to cast the deciding vote. Senator Ted Cruz, Republican from Texas, said those agents will target Americans with 1.2 million new audits, more than half of which would be for people making less than $75,000 a year. Senator Cruz went on to say this bill is a giveaway to the Democrats' radical leftist base at the expense of middle-class Americans. It's a betrayal of President Biden's promise to not raise taxes on the middle class, Make no mistake, this bill will hurt America and hardworking Americans at a time when we can least afford it, end quote. At the time of recording this podcast, this particular bill is being advanced to the House for a special meeting called by Nancy Pelosi. August is generally the month our elected officials are not in session, yet Pelosi has called a special meeting to vote on this bill on August 12th. You won't hear this podcast until August 17th at the earliest, 
And for this reason, I have used my social media to activate as many Christians as possible to contact their representatives. This is another example of why I really want you to follow me on social media, so we can know how to be engaged and make a kingdom difference in a timely manner. And as always, I have extensive links in the show notes where you can get informed on current events and take action. Lastly, the whole world should know by now that President Trump's personal home in Miralago was illegally searched by the FBI on August 8, 2022. This action was said to have been taken under the Presidential Records Act and was an abject failure of due process. Even though President Trump and his lawyers have been fully complying with the witch hunt, this unprecedented action was taken. President Trump's lawyers were not properly shown any kind of a search warrant, neither were the attorneys allowed to be on the premises while the FBI searched. I understand there were no classified documents found, yet with Hillary Clinton, it was proven she had classified information. Her home was never raided. And what about the travesty of the failure of properly investigating Hunter Biden? This raid on President Trump's home has actually served to wake more people up to the intentional effort by those in positions of government leadership against we the people. I want you to be informed, so I've included several articles in my podcast show notes. God's unending grace to inform, prepare, and motivate us to become engaged was also adamantly expressed through Prophet Robin Bullock during his June 28th prophetic word and interview on August 9th with Steve Schultz on Elijah Streams. Robin Bullock made clear that God spoke to him in no uncertain terms on August 4th, saying, If we do not act now, we will lose. Clearly, God is calling us, His people, to get engaged with Him to partner with him, to see his kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. This is the now time. God is calling us to, number one, get educated about the ecclesia and how it's supposed to function and our individual roles as part of the ecclesia. Number two, get educated about our respective civil governments and how they operate to be the change agents for righteous laws and governance. And number three, Get involved in the various mountains of society to implement God's righteous ways and uphold law and order on every mountain. In closing for today, I want to bring your attention to a very important part of the United States Declaration of Independence that I believe must become far more widely known today than ever. The part for us to act on reads as follows. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator, with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such a form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. End quote. God in heaven, give us the courage, boldness, and determination to do what needs to be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Next week, I'll share the third and final part of my interview with Pastor David Scarlett. As you can hopefully tell, I pour myself into the research and creation of these podcasts. I truly need to hear from you to learn how my work is helping you. My email is faith to live by at PamelaChristianMinistries.com. 
I also hope you understand that in order for me to continue to bring you truth mainstream media is not presenting, I need my listeners to help financially support this ministry. And one of the ways you can do that is by supporting the affiliates that I'm gathering. I have been researching to discover and vet potential sponsors so you can purchase products and services you need with an extra measure of confidence. Of course, you still need to do your own due diligence to make your own decisions. But to help you, I am researching companies, interviewing their representatives, and providing you with a journal of my own personal experience using their products and services. Before you visit their website, take a minute to listen to my interviews with them to help you learn more. You'll find the link to the interviews in the show notes. And when it comes to your health, I want you to know about Mfinity. It's a company dedicated to help us detoxify our bodies and get optimum healthy weight. I've begun using their products and I invite you to track my journey before you decide to visit their website. I don't feel good about sending you to an affiliate site where they will ask for your email just so that you can learn more about them. So instead, I want you to learn about them through my personal experience using their products and services. So again, use the link in the show notes to hear my interviews. In this case, it's with Todd Smith, former co-founder and master distributor for Mfinity. And without needing to do any personal advanced research because the products were already well-proven, I'm proud to be promoting Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stack supplements. They contain zinc, quercetin, and vitamin C and D, which are formulated in just the right amount to help you boost your immune system. Your immune system can be weakened by over 300 different primary immunodeficiency disorders, which include poor diet, lack of sleep, and adverse reactions to vaccines. I'm personally taking the supplement, and I can tell you I've been around many people who have had COVID, and I have not been sick. Use the link in my show notes or go to his website and use the promo code FTLB for Faith to Live By and receive a 5% coupon discount. If you choose to subscribe, you can actually receive a 10% discount each and every month. And don't forget about my own award-winning books available from my website. When you purchase my books, products, or services, or products and services from any of my affiliates, you get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It's truly a benefit for all of us. So shop for yourself or shop to get gifts for friends and family. Your support is greatly appreciated. And when you purchase through my web store, be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H. Use it at checkout and you'll receive a 20% discount. I also hope you'll take advantage of the free resources and bonus items listed on the show notes and on my website, faithtoliveby.com. From there, you can also subscribe to my complimentary bi-monthly e-newsletter. As a new subscriber, you can choose one of three gifts I offer in appreciation of your subscription. Subscribing will also make you a preferred member where you'll receive special announcements and offers not available to others. And by subscribing, should anything happen to my podcast, I'll have a way to contact you to make sure we don't lose contact. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember, Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.